My guests this morning at WDAV are sisters, uh, Barbara Blaker Crumdeek and Frances Blaker, who are the co-artistic directors of North Carolina Baroque Orchestra. And they've got a concert coming up this afternoon, so I'm glad they've had time to come in here and talk to us a little bit about that. Um, I guess I should start out by saying that Barbara is a cellist, and Frances is a virtuoso recorder player, but in this uh, situation, she's actually the conductor of North Carolina Baroque Orchestra. So welcome. Thank you for coming in, Thank ladies. You. Yeah, thanks Thank for you. having us. First of all, how long has North Carolina Baroque Orchestra been in business? Well, we started last summer for as a celebration of my 50th birthday. And this is Barbara talking. Is, yes, Barbara the 50-year-old. 50 <laughs> 51 now. <laughs> I thought, well, it would be fun to get a few friends together and play some music. And it turned out I had more friends than I expected, and there was enough for a whole orchestra. So we had a, some orchestra concerts, and people. we got a great response from people in the orchestra about wanting to continue, and we got a great response from the audience about wanting to come to these events. So we decided to start an orchestra. Francis, let me ask you, did you guys grow up making music together? It sounds like you come from a very musical family. Well, we did. We did grow up. We're two of six children, and everyone in the family played music, played some instrument or other. In some cases, not for very long. My brother <laughs> played the trumpet until he hit a, a fence and split his lip. He was very happy about we were, that. We were kind of all relieved. <laughs> well, we too. Sorry, yeah. Harry. <laughs> yeah. He's not going to hear this, right? <laughs> uh, even if he does, I think he'll forgive us. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, I think our parents encouraged us all to play some music, um, partly because in my dad's case, he didn't get the opportunity when he was a kid. He wanted to play music, but didn't have the opportunity. So they made sure that we got to try something. We got to pick what instrument it was. Harry picked the trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and so, um, but in our case, it stuck. We kept playing, and in fact, as we in our late teens, we played more and more together, the two of us, because uh, a recorder is an instrument from the Baroque period, and most of its repertoire is from that time. So I was playing all this Baroque music, and much of it has bass lines. I needed a bass player, and look, I have a bass, a bass player right here. There you so go. we did a lot of playing together. Real quickly, you've got this program this afternoon at 3 o'clock at St. Albans in Davidson. One of you quickly tell us what the music is that, that we can expect to hear today. Well, we're going to play six pieces. We have uh, two by Vivaldi. One is the concerto from the Four Seasons, Winter. The other Vivaldi piece is a concerto for recorder or flute. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing two pieces with a singer who works with us, Erica Dunkel. She'll sing a piece by Heinrich Schutz, which is called Erbarmdisch. It's just a beautiful, beautiful, slow, rich sounding, rich piece. Yeah, um, not part of a larger work, just by itself. And then here's my moment of fear: pronouncing the name of this cantata by Bach. <laughs> We're playing the first movement of the cantata 170, Vergnügte Ruhe. All that right. worked okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the Mufat is that oh, the yes. last piece. A a long passacaglia by the German composer Georg Mufat. Well, since you guys are, are sisters and grew up together, I want to ask you about 
breakfast in your house yeah. growing up. Growing up? <laughs> growing up. Cereal. Yeah. Yeah? It's changed. I was going to tell you about what my mother has ta- taught me recently about breakfast. Well, okay. That's more interesting. Let's talk about that. I, so it turns out that mom likes leftovers for breakfast. Pork chops. Pork chops, spaghetti, meatballs. Meatballs and spaghetti are one of her favorite breakfasts. Um, and and actually, it's strangely satisfying to have some <laughs> leftover penna with bolognese for breakfast. Gets gets you all the way to lunch. Unlike Cheerios, no no offense to Cheerios, but Cheerios, I'm hungry a little <laughs> while later. Have to eat more. So when you start the morning with your with your bolognese. <laughs> Well, I prefer a chocolate croissant, but <laughs> she likes chocolates. <laughs> I, I'm I'm taking a um, turning over a new leaf for, for breakfast because um, it it's just so satisfying to eat. So like, you're going to be having pork chops? Pork, well, no, not pork chops for breakfast, but I like the idea of spaghetti, pasta, things like that. So you're going to do this even when your mom, even when goes she's home. not here. Yeah, this this week when she's been here, we've whenever we have eaten out um, at restaurants, because we just played um, Messiah um, and Bach Magnificat at Wingate University, and we were down there for several nights. We ate at a restaurant down there, and every time she had leftovers, she'd say, "No, I'm taking those for breakfast, no matter how unbreakfasty they were." So, <laughs> but I'm, she didn't do this when you all were growing no. up. No, no, she had six kids in eight years. So she ate grape nuts. She ate grape nuts and yeah. <laughs> she yeah. didn't have time to eat. She That's didn't right. have time to eat. She's pretty thin. She's still pretty thin. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies, thank you so much for joining me again this morning. Francis has been here before and Barbara, you've been in and out, but I don't think I've had you behind the mic. So I don't think so. That's so thank you for coming in. My pleasure. And um the performance is this afternoon at three o'clock at St. Albans Episcopal Church in Davidson. Get there if you can, and I hope you guys have a great show. Thank you. Thank you.